Hello and welcome to episode number 40 of Hearthcast.com, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, recorded especially for you on July 15th, 2010, with your host Root, the squishy lock, and Freckleface, your gnome rogue. In this episode, we're going to put on our role-playing lens and talk about the real reason why you survive as an adventurer. We're also going to cover our listener emails, voicemails for this week, and we're going to cover Roots Auction House Tip of the Week and Pronunciation Ponage. Oh, we haven't done that one in a while, have we? Not in a while. That's good. So quick shout out to all of our guildmates over on Whisperwind server. That'd be all the people in ALF. And anybody who's still over in, I guess, Titans Warriors, where I'm not there anymore, so I'll still say hello. I'm still there. Oh, with what? Freckle face? All, all my all alts. alts? Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't have any alts. Oh, you know what? I guess Fat Wallet is still... Yeah, Fat Wallet's ah. still a Titan Warrior. I uh, also uh, would like to give a quick thank to uh, TavernCraft.com, to SwagDog.com, to Nebula over Beats365, and to Nextelligence.com, who makes this podcast possible for uh, y'all to listen to. So if you could take the time to go check out our website over www.hearthcast.com. While you're there, take our survey. That helps us make this show that much better for you to listen to. You can always contribute to our show by emailing us to at contribute at hearthcast.com, or you can call our Hearthcast hotline. Now, this is a new number, so pay attention. The new number is 407-956-8599. I wanted as many nines as the nine line over on Rarcast. You can always find our show over on iTunes. Just look for Wow Wow Podcast, Auction House, Auction House Tips, a lot of different things. You can subscribe to our feed via FeedBurner. Uh, you can post our RSS feed to your aggregator, or you can just follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash hearthcast. So, Freckleface, what's up with you this week in the world of Warcraft? You know, I've been doing a lot of randoms. Yeah? Just random a lot what? Of randoms. Uh, dungeons. Oh, okay. They just yeah. meant like you were just doing random Just things. random stuff, like running around. Right. That'd be fun. I do that sometimes. Yes, you do. Um, this time, I was trying to get Freckleface's gear up a little bit, mm-hmm. doing a LFD there. Um, that's kind of okay not that fun but oh no well. sometimes they are sometimes they're not i mean i don't mind them i like them um but i've also been doing randoms on my paladin which i don't know how much i've talked about my paladin no, i didn't know you me. had a paladin you know, who's your paladin her name is janiqua oh yeah i don't yeah. I, I pronounce it differently how do you pronounce it differently you said that last yes time. i did <laughs> And you said and the I, same thing. I said the same thing because I was still like, how do you pronounce it? <laughs> Differently. <laughs> um, no, but it's I, I'm leveling my paladin up as a healer. Okay, and I so think everybody needs to be a healer at some point. It's so much fun. Okay. It is. I mean, I know that the combat itself, I mean, I'm basically just hitting one, 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 two, two, one. That's pretty much all I'm doing. Do you have a heal bot? No. Do you have the, any kind of the frame add-ons or anything that people always talk about for healers? No, nothing specifically for healers. I have my shadow unit frames, but I use that for all my characters. Huh. Um, but it's it's simple enough with the five-man that you really don't need an add-on oh. to heal, in my opinion. At least not the level I'm at. It might be different later on. What level is? 44. Huh. Now, what's fun about leveling of the Paladin is that it's, it is actually all new content to me, even though it's... She probably my fifth character I've gotten that high. Uh-huh. Put it that way. But I've never gone and done the dungeons. I've always just done world questing. Oh, I got you. So the looking for dungeon with this level dungeons is what's new for you. Yes. Doing Oldamon oh. and Maradon and it's it's all new for me. That's cool. Um I threw a tantrum oh, no. 
I used my weight as a healer to throw a tantrum in a, do, do I want to hear this? The dungeons. I think so. All right, go ahead. Well, uh, <laughs> there is a, a quest guy in Oldabon. Okay, yeah. And you're supposed to turn in the quest at this dead body of a paladin. And we approached kind of the hallway that he had to go down. The tank saw it, and he said, what's the quest that you need for that thing? And I said, well, it's a chain. And he said, okay. And he keeps going the opposite direction. I'm like, hey, dude, I need that quest. And he kept going the other way. And I said, wait, this way. And they kept going farther and farther away from me. So I just sat where I was. Waited for him? Yeah. And he kept on getting farther. And I see the health go down. And then he's dead. <laughs> and someone goes, the healer is in my hand. I said, I'm waiting on my quest. Oh, wow. So I got the whole WTF paladin. And I said, hey. I told you this is what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> so you threw your pally weight around. I did. Um, the tank got mad and he left, but nobody else got mad. Well, nobody else left, I should say. Finished with the new tank. Yeah, so you pick up another tank pretty easy. I'm not used to having that much power in a group. It's power. Usually, yeah, like as a major rogue, you say, I'm not going to go that way. I mean, and then they kick you out. Kick you out or they just ignore you. You just be sitting there and the group goes on without you. <laughs> That's happened to me before. Yeah. <laughs> I turn around and the group is gone. It's, Wait a minute. Um, so that was actually like the highlight of my week was throwing my tantrum. Oh. Did you get your quest? Yeah, I did. So you got to do all that? Yeah, I did. Cool. All right, then. Yeah. Oh, I, I started a hunter. Uh-huh. A, a hunter. 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 To level 10, Tard. I decided I wanted a... Dragon hawk, like the okay. horde have, but I'm a dwarf. So I ran my dwarf all the way from Iron Forge to uh, Eversong Woods. I went through, like, Loch Monan, I went through Wetlands, I went through Arathi Highlands, I went through the Hinterlands. You just running? Yeah, Did just running on my level die? 12. Yeah, I died about 20 times. <laughs> I ran through the Hinterlands, I ran through the Plaguelands. And then I ran to Horde Territory. And then I got my Dragonhawk. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was tedious. I wanted that pet. And I tamed it, and then I brought it back, and I put it in the stable. So you're not even using a thing? Not yet. <laughs> but it's there if the next time I want to level it. Okay. So you're just looking at me like I'm crazy. This is how I play WoW. <laughs> When I get tired of people, uh -huh. I get on a low-level character where I don't have friends on. Oh. And then I do something by myself, like I run around. Yeah. And I make some weird goal for myself and go out and try to do it. And it's never something they have an achievement for you, and there's no achievement for taming a different type of pet, but yeah. I got it. Except now with a real friend, I could still talk to you. Yeah, I know, but you're not on. <laughs> well... Some other people could talk to because I saw your friend list because it shows who your friends were. Does it? And like I only knew one, two people, and I friended them because they know me. Oh. So the other people, I'm like, I have That's no creepy. idea who that is. Why is that you creepy? You should know. Actually, you know everybody on my friends list. You just may not know what their real names are. Right, which means you know I don't are. know them. But you played with them. That doesn't mean anything. It means something. No. If someone doesn't come to me and go, hey, Root. Would you like to be on my real friend? And they go, my name is John Doe. And I go, oh, hey, John. My real name is Janiqua. And then we could like hook up. You don't pronounce it differently at all, do you? 
I pronounce yours differently, not mine. Mine's pronounced Janiqua. But if I'm talking about your character, I call it differently. Oh, no, no. Yeah. You, no. Yeah, no. I do. No. I do. I, you come online and go, hey, differently is online. I do not. I do so. Uh, so what's been going on with you? Nothing. At all? No. <laughs> you know, I did log on, I think it was last night, and it said you had not been on, not even logged on once in like four days. Yeah, I wonder if it counts the... Um, it counts all of your characters. No, but I mean, if I wonder if it, it counts like the uh, remote auction house logins. Oh, I don't know. We'll have to test that theory because that's a well. You know what? I did log in with Fat Wallet and scan the auction house. I did. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. And I've logged in a couple times at a remote auction house and done some some transactions. Why are you so busy? Um, well, I just am busy. That's not a good reason. Well, the kiddos are at camp, so we got like the empty nest syndrome. Is like we're getting like the house cleaned and. That sounds really boring. That's not what I would do. Well, like the same scenario. I know, but I'm old. I got about a year left of WoW and no year left of anything else. You need to stop saying that because apparently people don't know that you're kidding, and you're insulting everybody who's above (laughs) forty. Five hours of bedroom set shopping for the kiddos while they're at camp. You know, that is like the most boring thing you can shop for. <laughs> well, and you can't you can't buy a bed online. I mean, you can. You can go No, you need to you need to try it out. Right. You got yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's five and then there's some places like you walk in and they got might might as well be used car salesman. Oh, hey, yeah. looking for a bed? Come on over here. Sit right now. Check this one out. This one's just your style. I can Would you like to finance this? No, I don't want to finance. It's a bed. Well, I've got a 10-year warranty on this bed. I don't want a 10-year warranty on a bed. I want a bed. If you buy it today, I'll take off $10, and I'll help you strap it to your car. You'll have me strap it to my car. Your sign says free delivery. Oh, but we can't do that until tomorrow. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> so if I get it today, it's $10 off. If I wait till tomorrow, you deliver it for free. Mm. Hmm. So we end up going to Ikea. And getting a couple beds from Ikea and then spending an hour putting those together. You know, I found a really nice entertainment set from Ikea. They got good stuff. But I get lost there. It's, Just follow it's, the it's No, it's terrifying. terrifying. I try to go to the exit and then like it, they, they turn me left and they go straight. Then they turn me right and then turn another right and then it's another left. And I cannot get out. It takes 20 to 30 minutes to get out once you decide I'm ready to leave this place. So basically, I almost had a meltdown. you missed the map on the escalator on the way up. No, they send you this way on purpose. Yeah, they but if you get you a map, everything. But if you get a map, it has the but shortcuts. What if I'm nowhere near a map? What if I'm just like in the kitchen area and I say, I want to leave, I want to go, you're, I try to go? Forget about it. Yeah, I know. You got to follow all the. And then it you, is abs- you, absolutely terrifying. And you finally think you're out? No. You just, you're just on the first floor now. You still got to go through all the first floor stuff. So, but. So if you don't have an Ikea in your area, you don't know what you're missing. That's pretty cool. I mean, and and they did it right because you like walk and walk and walk and like forever you're walking, right? And then what do you walk into? The food court. Cafe, which is pretty good. With Swedish meatballs and some other Swedish stuff. They got like Swedish drinks and stuff. So I had Swedish meatballs and was singing like the Swedish stuff. Bursting, bursting, bursting. So, yeah, so that's life, man. Life is really taking over this week for me. Bed you know. shopping and cleaning. Bed shopping, cleaning. What else do we do? Oh, we had, like, 
Japanese food. Yummy. Yeah. And, you know, do stuff like that that the kids kind of turn their nose up at. Well, my daughter likes sushi, but, and she'd try just about anything, but not they're, the boy. Well, they're still too young to Not the boy, appreciate. but the boy wants pizza. Give so, me pizza. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. He's a pizza kind of guy. He is. And, you know, we have to make a determination here. What's that? If the fat wallet experiment is, is over. Is it? I don't know. You spent some of the money, so we can't keep track of it anymore. <laughs> I've been spending money all along. I didn't know. I it had no idea. You you told me you're like I'm not going to touch that money. Oh. In fact, remember you said I don't have any money on my gems. I have to lend you some. Yeah. And you said okay, maybe. Well, that was right before the. That's because I invested like everything that night. Oh, that's true. So I thought it was partly because you weren't. Because <laughs> because I was on route and I don't know, man. Fat wallet's been supporting my habit. But you weren't sending him anything to sell. No, I wasn't. But so, I was buying stuff to send to root. But you don't know how much you spent? No, I didn't keep tax. So you don't so. really know how much you made? Well, you, no, no. I, well, no. I made more than what I got, probably. Cause now was, well, yeah. So, But, I mean, if the, the, the generic can you make money just by doing auction house experiment is over, you know, do we progress it now? Do we do something else with Fat Wallet? Besides level him, because I'm not ever going to level him. He runs around Iron Forge in some red underwear and a 17-pound catfish. You know, I don't know what you can do with him now. I mean, there's always, uh, you know, once Cataclysm hits, you know, trying to get the Explore achievement at level 1. Of course, you'd level up a little bit just exploring. I can't get Explore achievement. Why not? Because if I walk out, someone's going to kill him. Not if you're on like a two-person mount, I'll be uh, able to catch you. And then you can get all those places in Northrend. Yeah, they could catch me. So, did you see what happened to Blizzard this week? Yeah, I saw or that. On the forum, that was funny. I was, uh, I I ran across uh, Wowhead's official um, chat channel, but he was kind of hanging out over there, and um, everybody was just up in arms about how on the Blizzard forums they're going to use your real name. Mandatory. Mandatory. No choice. If you want to post, your real name. You have the option of adding a character. And I was like, I thought it was a cool idea. Because you really? Get, yeah, absolutely. Because everybody thinks that because they have that layer of anonymity, that they can just be all griefing and whining and, and you know, mean to people and not civilized. See, I disagree with that. Because I think it's throwing out the baby with the bathwater, for one thing. Because that is a side effect of using character names instead of your real name, but that's also destroying every part of that we enjoyed about having character names. But the forums, you know, if you want to have a role play forum, go find have a role play forum. But if you're in a technical support forum, it's not technical support forums. They have on well, every they got topic, other ones. Well, yeah. Okay, let me give you an example. Let's give say example. you're trying to find a guild okay. that runs whatever you want to run. Right. Okay. Gotcha. You can't just put root up there. You have to put your first and last name. And if you want them to go look at your character to, so they can check out your achievements and your gear and everything, you have to put your first, you know, your whole name and your character name. So now everyone can see your character name with your real name. So? So you want that? I don't care. I, I really don't. I mean, I don't see... I have nothing to hide. You don't have to have something to hide. Well, I mean... I wear a Blizzard t-shirt from swagdog.com. I mean... What's you know, your point? 
Well, I'm walking down the street and it's got root across my chest. Yeah, but people don't necessarily know your name when you're walking down the street. And obviously they recanted this whole thing because yeah, they it's did. such a negative backlash like a day later. I don't know. I just think somebody at Blizzard like lost their mind. To me, I really think it was it was a good wake up call. Because I think now what happened is people go, wait a minute, all these posts that I've been doing, and all this stuff that I've been doing, even though I've been logged into, you know, my name account, my you know my root account or whatever account I've got. Wow, it's really associated with me, and with a flip of a switch. Blizzard knows who I am. And I think people forget that. I mean, there's been cases, plenty of cases now where, where Blizzard has helped uh, police departments track down criminals. And people forget that, you know, they've got something that ties their account back to them in some way, shape, fashion, or form. Blizzard had, knows who you are. And people forget about that. And so they think they can get online and cause grief and complain and and threaten people or just act like, you know, complete holes and get away with it. Well, I'm not talking about people who are necessarily doing something illegal or unethical or actually harassing people. Because one thing, people can use fake names online. They can still track you down by your IP address. I know that, but that's they not going to be... know who you are. But that's not going to be displayed. No, not publicly. But they know who you are. Informs. Yeah, Blizzard knows who you are. But I'm not saying that you're hiding from Blizzard. I'm saying you're hiding from the general world at large. From, like, the millions of people who play WoW. What, what I think is misguided is just the fact that they can... It made it sound like they thought they could turn the forums into some happy place where people only had, you know, insightful thoughts to say... No, just, that would never Just happen. because their name was attached to it. That doesn't happen in any type of forum. I know that, and that's... That's what bugged me about the announcement. That's what it made it sound like, that they thought that it would just fix everything. And really, there's lots of other functions they can add to the forums that would help it be a better place. You know, like being able to rate comments themselves up and down so that if it gets too many negative comments, then, you know, it hides it. If something gets a lot of positive feedback, you know, that's highlighted or something. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff that you can kind of easily see what other people have found helpful. Now it's time for email questions. You too can have your email read and answered by the HearthCast crew by emailing your questions, comments, shoutouts, or greetings to contribute at HearthCast.com. This first one, I'm just going to kind of paraphrase a little bit. Um, it's from a guy here in town in Orlando, and he plays a DK tank on the Four Warning Guild on the Bladefest server. And uh, he's a local here in town and uh, says uh, he wouldn't mind contributing to our show. That's Waffle One. Yeah, it's Waffle One. Not Lawful One. I like thought I said Lawful One last week. Waffle. <laughs> like, give me some waffles. Like at Waffle House? Yeah, like You think he's got a Waffle House, house hookup? Oh, we should ask him if he'll give us a Waffle House discount. I don't want a discount. I want a discount. I love, I I love discounts. I want something that's even better than a discount. What's even better than a discount? And it's not free waffles. What? I want that any time that I go to his Waffle House, that they play me the Waffle House rock song on the jukebox. You'd rather have that than a discount on waffles? Uh, yeah. The Waffle House rock song rocks. I've never heard it. <gasps> no. 
You don't say. I say. You are missing out on life, Chica. Really? Absolutely. This must be because I'm so old I know about it. No, because it was always too expensive for us to go when we went on it's road trips. It's a quarter. Oh, when you're, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, the reason we didn't, I, I used to hate Waffle Houses. Hate Waffle Houses. Because they're like, what, 16 feet across and what, 30 feet long or whatever? And everybody smoked in them. And they uh, probably still true. do in like some places in the States. I don't know. Not in Florida. No. Thank goodness. Can't get away with that here. And I'm like, I would never send foot in one because of that. And then they got rid of them. I'm like, oh, give me some waffle. Now walking and go hook me up with the Waffle House rock song. I don't know. It can't be better than IHOP. IHOP's more expensive than Waffle House. No, it's not. It's not? No, they got platters for like six bucks. Yeah, but you know what? we got to get a hold of Waffle One and uh, see what we can do there. That'd be kind of cool. You know, there was a troll on our old server named Waffle House. Yes, there was. And then someone else named the Waffle him. House. Yeah. But it wasn't, wasn't H-O-U-S-E. Right. It was H-A-U-S. Yeah, House. I wonder how they're doing, those trolls. So, hey, but the Waffle One, thanks for the email. It's cool. I'll uh, hit you up this week. All right, our second one. Yeah. It's so, from Pebbles. No. Pebbles wrote us. We should just give Pebbles his own section. Hey, guys. Root, congrats on your ICC run slash fail. Oh, thank you. I just started to run my Hunter and Raids, but my guild is not currently running ICC yet. I haven't gotten the chance for an ICC fail yet. <laughs> That's funny. My question is, my Hunter has a gear score of 5477, but I don't have achievements for certain raids, i.e. ICC. I know sometimes you can sleep through a raid and get an achievement for it, so why do people ask for your achievement in Pugs? I don't believe that achievement means much. Much like the gear score, I believe that if you know your class, you will be just fine. I have seen dead guys get achievements before. Am I wrong to think this way, or has the game evolved so much that skill doesn't matter anymore, just gear score and achievements? Love you guys, Pebbles. And we kind of talked about that, what, last week or sometime in the past, at least one at least one podcast ago, and I'm the same way. There is no equation that will equate gear score and achievements to your actual ability to play the character. They don't equate. Um, like you said, you can you can get an achievement when you're dead. You know, I got an achievement when I wasn't even with the group. I got lost. And I was separated from my group, and they downed the boss, and I got the achievement for telling the boss, and I wasn't even there. But I think more so than anything, people want to know that you've at least seen the place. and You know, at least know what the boss looks like. Um, that's about all the achievement's going to tell you. Your gear score is more important just based on overall damage that your, you in the group is going to be able to do. And so that's, I mean, I don't, I'm not a big gear, still not a big gear score fan, and I'm not an, an achievement checker fan at all. Um, I don't think the game has dropped that low. I think what it is is in the current space that we're in, uh, people are pugging a lot. You're getting pickup groups for raids. And I think that's just a very fast metric to see how far you have progressed in the game. You know, going somewhere, having your character in an instance or in a dungeon or in a raid, regardless if you're alive or dead, you were there. So that's all that's saying. It's like a resume. Okay. Just because you can put something on your resume that you have experience with it. Right. Doesn't mean you did a good job on it. No, it doesn't. Doesn't mean you really know how to do it. That's right. But people want to see that on your resume. That's true. For yeah. their talk to you. 
Yeah, this is a very good analogy. Being on paper doesn't mean anything. But it's all they have to go by. That's a thing. Yeah. Until they talk to you, it's all they have to go by. First impression. Right. To go by. So get your foot in the door. How about that? Um, now we got a uh, pretty long email here. And uh, this is from some dude. And that's his name. We're not just calling him some dude. Yeah, it's from... S-U-M-D-U-U-D. Dude. Dude. And I'm a little scared. Why are you scared? Because now the military knows about our podcast. So I think they're watching my house now. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's why I haven't been on in a week. Maybe they're, they're protecting you. Yeah, that's a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah... We give a, a salute out to some dude before we read this, though, because uh, he's a. Uh, we could probably, I'm guessing by all these letters and stuff behind his name, he's Air Force. I was in the army, so that's that's cool. I think everybody, if they're capable, should serve at least two years in the military. You know, just a little history part of me growing up in South America, I was a military brat, and a lot of places in South America, boom, you're in. You're 16, 17, 18 years, well, probably 18, I guess it is. You're in the military for, for either a two-year period, or sometimes they spread it out over like four years of your high school years during the summer. You know, So you go to school, and then in the summer vacation, you're in the military. But when you're done, you have some kind of a trade skill. So I think everybody should do it. There are a lot of people that, in my opinion, need to go in the military just to get their butts kicked. Anyhow, uh, some guy here, some dude here, rather, sorry, uh, once talked about GDKP. And uh, and that other guy. You know, I think we really opened up a can of worms when we discussed GDKP. It says, howdy, Root and Freckleface. I was just listening to episode 38, catching up after spending Father's Day and the following week down your way, Orlando and St. Pete. I love St. Pete. I love the Salvador Dali Museum. I want to go back so bad. It freaky place. Oh, I love that place. I love St. Pete. If I were going to move, I would move to Clearwater. But I'm not moving. Uh, he said he wanted to make a few comments. First of all, about the 47-year-old guy bragging about his generation creating the PC, he followed up his My Generation Created the PC with The Following Generation Hasn't Done Anything. Hey, we created WoW. We create the games, the add-ons, the gaming sites. It's the generation after us that hasn't done anything. On a slightly more serious note, at my last job I worked for tech support for an ISP and one time I was talking to an old man about some internet issues. We got to talking on a uh, little more personal level, and he revealed to me that he was a 78-year-old and an avid gamer. I was quite impressed, and it gave me hope that I can continue to game when I am in the prime years of my life as well. I know it's all jokes about retiring from the game at 40, but it is moderately inspirational. That's kind of cool. Here's what I really wanted to send, because this can be important. I listened to the short GDKP clip and needed to add something. In order to get a GM to support the Raiders if the Gold Handler takes off, all of the rules must be stated in Raid Chat. Uh, make sure they don't just define them in Vent, and if they won't post the rules, minimum bids and so on in Raid Chat and or only want to do the bidding in Vent, then get out or at least be weary of the leader. If there are no logs that they can look up to see that it is a GDKP run and what rules there were, the GMs will, will not be able to help get the money and distribute it. They don't like the idea of it anyway, but they have stated that there must be proof. So he's referring back to your shortcast about GDKP. About my GDKPs. How you said not to worry too much about being ripped off because if somebody does run off with your money, the GDKP, unlike other things... 
that's an instance that a GM will usually try to get your back. Right, but what they're saying here is there has to be written proof. It has to be in Ray Chat, something a GM can access. They right. cannot access your conversation in Vent. Right, they don't have access to Vent, so. No. So what some dude is saying here is that there has to be proof that the GMs can look up, like in Raid Chat, uh, log files that they can go pull and say, all right, look, the guy said that you're going to get this and that, and yeah, he took off, so I now have proof of all the money that was spent and all the total gold, so they got to have something to go back on. He's not going to go back on where the, the GMs aren't going to take somebody's word for it. That kind of disturbs me that they can go back and look at our conversations. They can look back at your conversations. I know that they can. I know I should. And then they can take your little character name and tie it to your real world name. And then they'll come knocking on your door. I'm not going to knock on my door. They'll come knocking no on your door. No, not knocking on my door. They'll come knocking on your door. Uh, on a similar note, I've run a few of these and seen the results of some. The most I've personally seen an item get to was 23,000. And I've seen reports of items going up to 70,000. The common leaders of the GDKP always post the previous week's results in Realm forums. An average GDKP run on my server grosses around 200,000 for 8, 11 of 12, and 25 ICC. And generally ends up around 7,500 gold per person. Oh yeah. Another thing you didn't mention on the GDKP clip is that the person running it will usually take a cut, right about 5% or so. I guess it helped to have a top 100 rating guild on our server, though they recently announced they weren't rating anymore. I wanted to shoot some info about root rating in here, but it's already getting long. I will send another email that will likely be long, but it might be able to give root some advice about getting into rating. I'm a pugger due to my guild circumstances and hope to offer a little help. Thanks for podcasting and not sucking. That should be our new tagline. We podcast and don't suck. I'm down with it. You down with that? Yeah. All right. Well, that's starting next week. So then he says, uh, some dude, and he is uh, Malachi, yeah, a good biblical name, DK Tank of the Dark Side on Dark Iron. It's a resto druid of the Dark Side on Dark Iron as well. So, hey, we thank you for the email. Really good information in that email. I think that our caller also has um, some, some info about GDKPs as well. So, like I said, we open up a big can of worms. But I think it's a pretty good can of worms on there. And now for voicemail and comments. Be part of HearthCast by calling 321-558-7637. Leave your message, comments, shoutouts, or greetings, and the HearthCast crew will get it online for you. So we need a call sniper. Yeah, we got to redo that intro. Yeah. Because, I mean, that, that number still works for, like, for the rest of the month. We had a little issue with it not working for a little bit. But and some people are like, hey, we tried to call and it was busy and blah, blah, blah. But it's working now, but I'm, I'm getting rid of that number at the end of the month and it's going over to... I run my own asterisk server, so I'm thinking why not just use my own server as opposed to a VoIP system for another commercially available VoIP platform for it. So, whatever. Um, but So we're going to check out the voicemail here. Hey, Rude, this is Resident Evil. I just figured I'd call. I just heard the call. I wasn't supposed to be on the air. But uh, uh, just two things I wanted to add before uh, we'll start going out and jumping into these runs and then something bad happening and then they call uh, complaining to you guys. One, um, they need to check out on the forums. There's uh, Blizzard sometimes will step in uh, on if someone were to ninja, but the whole pot of gold and the uh, and any trinkets. If it's explicitly 
pages in chat um, before the raid starts. So if anybody is getting into the GKP run, if you get in one and the rules aren't posted clearly where it says how the split's going to work and uh, and whatnot, then if the guy gets uh, to the point where he's going to take everything and run, if that's not in there, they won't go back and, and do anything for you. I was just in a run. I didn't like film one. A couple weeks ago, and a guy took uh, Deathbringer's will from uh, the fourth boss in ICC and um, 49,000 gold and blue, so they couldn't do anything about it. So make sure that they, uh, they check that out first and uh, and uh, before they start getting into him and not get him one with somebody who won't post the rules and doesn't use the add-on. So that's all. I uh, love the show. Take care. Deja vu. So I, I think the lesson that we learned here from our last email and our last call is make sure the rules are posted in a public in forum chat. where everybody sees it and you know mm -hmm. what you're getting into before you jump into a GDKP. So if I didn't say that, which I, I obviously I didn't, um, then there you go. I didn't see. I wouldn't even think about that. I just you know I figured they'd help, but then it makes sense if they don't if they can't go back and read a log file, then can't help. Yeah, I'm glad he's not too mad at mad at us or mad at you for playing his. <laughs> no, no, it'd be it'd be us. It'd be us because yeah, no, no, it'd be us. No, you you didn't stop me. Controversial, thought provoking, game changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. So this week I wanted us to put on our role-playing lenses. Our role-playing lenses. What role? Lenses. What role am I playing? Be playing a warlock. Oh, I don't speak like that then. <laughs> Do you not? No. So I've played a lot of role-playing games. And what always bothers me is that you go up to fight against a creature. Say it's an ogre or ogre, a warlock. Warlock. Or a princess. A gnoll. Or a princess, maybe, sometimes. Or a little puppy dog. No, no little puppy dogs. You gotta steal those. Not unless they're demonic puppy dogs. Little demonic puppy dogs. But even though they're statistically demonic, the same level as you. Oh yeah. You know you're gonna win unless you just do something really bad to screw up. Or they're an elite. Then it wouldn't be or the same level. No, it's not the same level. All right, so you have a demonic puppy dog who's your same level. So he's a level eighty demonic puppy. Well, let's not go with the puppy dog. Let's go with the ogre. A level yeah. eighty ogre. Demonic ogre. Demonic or ogre? Murloc. Oh. I don't think there's any eight, level 80 Murlocs. But they're level 72-ish. Alright, so you take your level 72 character up against a level 72-ish Right. Murloc. And you think the reason why the fight is so slanted against them is because... They're naked. Because they're naked, sure. Because maybe you have health potions. And they don't. Hacks. Maybe cause, hacks. Maybe because you can rise from the dead. Oh. Well, yeah, I guess so. But I can tell you the real reason why, as an adventurer, as we're an all adventurer. adventurers, the real reason why is that mobs are idiots. Oh, they, they really are? are. They are. Oh. I'll give you four reasons why. Tell me why. Okay, number four, they react to threat and not danger. Well, that's because, you know, like, I can be sitting back there as a warlock, right? And I can, like, be zoning on a guy. I'm like, I can kill this guy right now. But I'm just going to dot him and let my dots continually grow up on him. Well, if he goes over and kills me, it means I can't continually drop my dots on him. Because I can be more powerful than the tank. But the tanks made him so mad that he's just focused in on him. So he's like reacting to the amount of aggro that that tank has created. 
It's just a threat level that that tank has versus the amount of overall damage I, as a warlock, could do. Because I'm a squishy lock. Casting around the clock. I'm a damage dealer. Are you going to rap now? Back here by the healer. <laughs> so, no, but you know what I'm saying. It just, it, they don't, there's no logic in it. No, there's not. They're going to beat up on the thing that's closest to them versus the thing that's going to cause them more damage. That's true. They don't have smarts. Right. And it might not be a warlock. He'd be a shadow priest. Shadow priest put out a lot of damage. That's true. And they can also heal. So there's, you know, they don't, they just go on the guy that's made them mad versus the guy that's going to make them dead. So that was number four. Number three is, this always bugs me, they run away when they're low on health. They do that. That's smart. But right. they don't heal themselves and they just come running right back for more. Well, it's because they're mad. The same, <laughs> the same amount of health that they were in. Yep. They run away in fear, kind of run around for a while, and they come back. Well, every so often when they do that, they cross somebody else's path and they bring their buddies back with yeah, them. Yeah, sometimes. Usually they just kind of run around in a circle and then run back. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm getting beat up. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. So that was number three. Number two is... They attack those that are weaker than them, but ignore those that are stronger. All right, I'll give you an example. You got an encampment of gnolls out right. in Westfall. Got them. Right. They're sitting there. Demonic they're in puppies. a little pack. No, there's no demonic puppies. <sighs> you run through as a level 80. You can run right in the middle of their camp. In you the... can, like, prance around a little campfire. You can spit got, on them. We don't see you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they just, like, <laughs> they don't want to deal with you. You're too big for them. That's right. They won't even try to alert others to your presence, try to organize a little, you know, defense against you. No, they just let you waltz on through. Come on through. But if you're a level five, somehow you get out in Westfall. You're those toast. Those they will come, <laughs> they will come out of nowhere to get you. You're toast. Exactly. Yeah. We found that out when when you were, who, I guess, was it Fat Wallet or somebody? Yeah, I think I had you on my mount. Yeah. I had you on my back. Yeah. Driving through Ashenvale. And I'm like, you're just like, ah, oh, da da You're da, like da. this little level 10. You're like aggroing all these mobs because yeah. I cut, I made a shortcut off the road. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, ouch, so hitting me. You're like, oh, don't worry about it. And I'm dead. And I'm like, yeah. um. You still died in my mouth. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> all right. The number one is they watch their buddies get slaughtered and wait for their turn. Oh, my gosh. They killed Kenny. But they don't, they don't even do anything until you get up to him. You know, it makes me laugh the... The 80 dungeon that does this is the Pit of Saron. Yeah. And you know when they send all those, um, the big giant blue people. Yeah. The Vicarol at you. And they send like 15 out, which would more than cremate you <laughs> as a group. And they all line up. But they, but they stop in groups of five, and like the first group is only like 20 feet away. Yep. And they just, they just watch their first group get They're like, hey, hi, those guys are killing everybody. Frank, Frank. Hey, Frank. They're killing everybody over there. What do you think we should do? I don't know, man. Just hang out. Maybe uh, they'll turn around. Go back the other way. Good plan. I'll tell you where it really bugs me is in caves. Let's say you're in some organization that you're all huddled out in a cave or whatever. All right. All right. The people at the front line, let's say you got two of you there. Got let's it. Let's say you're at the front line route. Okay. Cause you're an ogre. You're uh, an ogre right uh, now. Okay. Okay. Let's say someone comes along and starts attacking your buddy. Right. What would be the logical thing for you to do? To fight uh, or to run back and alert everyone else so that you can get a gigantic group of people to come? I'm an ogre? And the fight, yeah. I'm going to watch. Yeah, you're going to watch. 
Yeah. Is it like their security system <laughs> is so terrible? People like well for ogres. There's yeah. there's what's that one? No, they there's, all do the same thing. No, you know, no, 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 yeah. no, yeah, no. You're wrong. Well, but about instances, you fight through the whole thing and you get to the boss, and the boss is chilling there. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. He's clueless. I'm gonna take you back. Okay. To about level probably 35 to 40. Minithril Harbor. Out in front of Minithril Harbor, over in the wetlands. Ah, oh, right there, there's some, uh, there's some raptors in the field. And if you start killing the raptor, right towards the end of his death, he cries for help. And it says, the raptor screeches. Yeah, he does, and more raptors will come yeah. and come meet you. Of course, if he was a smart raptor, he'd have done that as soon as I hit him. Right. But, I mean, if you think about it, I'm really talking about, like, the humanoids as opposed to, like, the animals. So you're saying that animals are smarter than humans? Yeah, animals have a good reason. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like animals, they have a good reason to, like, just ignore people. They try and survive the fittest, man. That guy dies, there's more food for me. I can go pork crate with all the other. And the people who they uh, perceive to be a higher threat to them, they ignore that. People come in and, like, so much stronger. They just, Well, That's fine for an animal, but for human, humanoids who are trying to protect a space, their encampment, their cave, their whatever, it doesn't make any sense. That's true. Yeah. So if you go like over to uh, what's that area? It's got the ogres in it. It's got the big castle in it. And Arathi Highlands. Yeah, that's the one. You go over there and they, you walk up to a guy. Because I've done these quests. I've gone back and like you know, I never did that low level quest. I'm gonna go back and do that low level quest while I'm here. In fact, I just did this not too long ago uh, on on a route and got was that was a trinket I was using for a while. And it's like, well, you got to go this, you got to go kill these guys, and you got to go take this thing or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, okay, and it's like a level 72 quest. And I like ran over there, and the guy's like standing there, and I like walked up to him, and I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to kill this guy, right? Yeah, I hovered over him. My little quest guru told me yeah, I was supposed to kill that guy. And he's just standing there. I'm like, sup, dude? And he didn't say anything, so I was like, all right, you got to die. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw I smacked him. I'm like, go back. And then he got mad. Oh. <laughs> and his two little buddies came out to jump me. I'm like, yeah, Was he yellow? Out. Yeah, he was yellow. Yeah. So. Well, but he was just the- kind of like, you know what, that guy can kill me, so I'm just going to be one with the wall. <laughs> Even though there wasn't a wall there. He's just like, uh, maybe if I look to the east, he'll ignore me. <laughs> hmm. He's still there, isn't he? <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um. So, you know, this has kind of been on my mind pretty much as long as I played Warcraft. You know, why did they just let me come in and slaughter them one by one? Yeah. So, if you think about it, our whole career as an adventurer could be ruined if they just got themselves a better security system. Yeah, but then we wouldn't play WoW. Because we like that bit that we can go kill that guy and he's dumb enough to sit there and fight us even though we outrank him or out armor him or have four other people with us. Yeah. Versus, hey Joe, go get help. It's more like, hey Joe, stand right there and when I die, um, they'll come over to you and kill you. And then loot you. And then spend your money. Yeah. The other thing that always bothered me. What? When you loot like a, a raptor or something, and you get something really weird like 
pants. Yeah. Those I wrapped it in with pants. Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for putting up with me and my... Are we still role-playing? No, we can drop oh. that now. We oh. can go back to whatever we normally do. <laughs> so, you know, we got another email here from some dude. And literally, uh, he even says, like, going into it, he's uh, he says, uh, I want to apologize up front as you're about to be critted by a wall of text. And it's actually like an item link for a wall of text. And I just want to acknowledge to some dude that we got this email. And what we're going to do is pretty much make an entire podcast out of it next week. Because it's all about getting in a rating from a top raid guild or his top raid guild, which he used to be in, which now he's no longer in. But he's got all, I mean, it is phenomenal, phenomenal information. But it's also at a level of of seriousness that this week's podcast just doesn't have. No, because we're silly during this one. We're silly. Well, we, we can save that great content for we can devote a little bit more time to it. Yeah, I mean, because it's it can be phenomenal. Like our- it's a book. People would pay money for this. So yeah, so some dude just want to acknowledge that we did get that email, and it's phenomenal. I mean, just it's awesome content, and we're just we're gonna to dive into it next week when we have our our serious hats on. When it's not as much as you know jovial, because it's really good stuff. Well, we're always jovial. What you talking about? Each week, HearthCast gives its listeners tips to help them buy, sell, trade, or otherwise make money on the in-game and remote auction house in World of Warcraft. All brought to you for free by your gnomish hosts, Root and Freckleface. So this week I want to talk about how true, like IRL, like real life uh, supply and demand, how it fails on the auction house. And this is coming from what now, a couple weeks that I've been using uh, the auctioneer add-on with the ex- being able to export the data. And so looking at spreadsheets and seeing overall prices that are rising and following and doing mean averages and just doing a bunch of stuff with it and realizing, you know what, what I was trying to apply uh, to the auction house as far as real-world economics doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work, I let, well, we got to go back a little bit. Economics 101, this is like raw, basic like if you walk into an econ class and you don't know this, then you don't need to be in there. You have supply. Supply is how much of something you have. And you have demand, which is how much of that something people want. So you have supply and demand. So you get it? I get it. Now, you can look at relationships between supply and demand. One way is you use the price, and that's typically the average way that people do this. Generally speaking, if the price of something goes up, that means the demand is going up. Because the seller thinks that they can get more money for the item because the demand is going up, therefore they charge more money and the price goes up. Now, if the demand for the item is low, then that price will go down because the seller that item just wants to move said item get rid of it because obviously it's not selling so they don't want to have it on there now the problem wow is that it's not the real world did you know that i have a a hard time remembering that sometimes (laughs) 
There are too many people in WoW that just post random stuff at random prices, or they just undercut the current price, or worse, they drive the entire price down by undercutting the current lowest item of that kind on the auction house. The economy in the real world doesn't work that way. Uh, people who are setting prices in the real world generally have a good idea of what's going on and what they're doing, as opposed to just people who go, you know what, I got this item, I don't know what it is, I really, I, I just know I can get some money for it on the auction house, uh, so let me see if anybody else is selling something like it on the auction house. Wow, there are a lot of people selling something on this on the auction house. Um, it looks like the most expensive one is 90 gold, and the cheapest one is 70 gold, so I'm going to sell mine for 65 because what they think is, I'm going to set it at a price that will move so I can get some gold and move on. And that, as far as general economics, trashes any type of spreadsheet that I was trying to create and maintain and forecast. It, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And so you still have to go back to, yes, there is still a form of supply and demand on the auction house and in the, in the game, but that form of supply and demand typically is going to rotate around what items people are currently crafting, what recipes are currently available, what items people need for those recipes in order to craft whatever item that they are crafting. Uh, other than that, ain't much supply and demand going on, unless someone's trying to level their, their skill sets. And that's a very low one. And so what you'll find is that around patches supply and demand is really important to look at because you read the patch notes and realize, okay, someone's getting a new spell, they're going to be able to, uh, or your cooldown's going away on, on something, so now you're going to be able to, like Titan Steel. The cooldown goes away on the smelting of it. Now the demand for it is readily available. It's not as it's not as a taxing thing because now I can just I can smelt them things all the time. So it's not, it's not going to be the high dollar item anymore because the demand on it is now wide open you know it's not a it's not a limited item anymore so you know generally speaking if someone tries to apply a real real world economics into the world of warcraft economics um ain't gonna work too well so you gotta just you got to take yourself even the, even into the virtual world that world of warcraft is with the virtual economy the world world of warcraft to have you have to have its own little virtual rule sets and the biggest one, like I said, to go on that is patch notes. That's going to help you determine what the uh, demand for things is going to be, and then you can determine the supply of that demand. See, the other problem is, especially around patch time again, is that, uh, case in point, uh, we were talking to Cannon Face the other night, and uh, he has been away from WoW. He's been playing other games. And he said, well, I really should go back and, and activate my character because I've got a whole bank full of leather. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I got like, you know, he said basically all my slots because I was working on something, I was leveling up, and I got a whole, you know, my entire bank's full of leather. Well, if he came back, and let's just say, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what leather he's got on there, but let's just say that during the next patch, like Cataclysm comes out, and whatever, let's say he's got Berean leather, he's got just full of Berean leather, and there's some new fandangled thing that they can make with Berean leather. So the demand for it's going to be up because people are going to be saying, wow, we can make this thing. So we really, really need Berean leather. And he comes on there and he dumps his entire stock on there. It kills the supply and demand philosophy, the real world one. 
because the supply becomes overwhelmed. The system is overwhelmed with all the, all of the supply. Now the demand isn't up anymore. It's freely available. So the price plummets. So you can't really... It's, it stinks, but that's just the way it is. Know what I mean? I know what you mean. And I've been guilty plenty of times of undercutting. Well, everybody does. When they don't, you know, when, they, when, when they're I, not 100% yeah. sure what you got and you just want to move it. No, it's not even that I don't want what I got. It's that you never know when there's going to be enough buyers to, if you put it right in the middle, there's going to be enough people to buy it within the time frame. Right, because everybody always looks for the the best deal they can get. Of course. And I'm the same way when I'm day trading. I don't buy any expensive stuff. I buy the cheap stuff. I try to buy the cheap stuff out and then raise the price up a little bit. You know, and that's you know that's another reason why the supply and demand doesn't work because you can relist stuff so fast in the game. And now we take a moment in our show for pronunciation ponage, the quasi-educational portion of our show where Freckleface puts her English literature degree to work and defines words or names we've seen in the world of Warcraft. So this week, Groot, our word of the day, word of the week, word of the week, is talisman. 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 Have you seen that in the game? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They use in the game for either a necklace or a trinket or an offhand. Oh. Some sort. I have on my mage the Talisman of Resurgence. I used to have it. I do still have it, as a matter of fact. It's a good trinket. It is. But what a talisman actually is, is an object marked with magic signs and believed to confer on its bearer supernatural powers or protection. It's a lucky rabbit's foot. It could be that. It's pretty much what a trinket is. I mean, you yeah. click on it and increases your spell power, your attack power, if you're if it's a trinket. Or a talisman. Well, it's not always the same thing. Cause like I said, I've seen necklaces that are talisman. Uh-huh. And offhands are talisman. Uh-huh. Okay, I guess you. I see what you're saying now. That's cool. Every time you hear the word talisman, I think like voodoo stuff, like shrunken heads. and. Well, yeah. I mean, that's how it's used outside of Warcraft. Uh, scary stuff. It is, a little bit. Yeah, you're a warlock. Why are you scared of that? <laughs> you summon demons and succubuses. But I, I appreciate your your English literature degree. Literature, so Sniper says. As Sniper says. Um, about does it for the show this week. But uh, before we go, I was slightly inspired this week. In my moment of inspiration... I realized something. I'm white. Like, white boy, white boy. I've got physical rhythm, if that makes sense. But I can't rap. I can't rap at all. It's bad. But it's almost, it's so bad it's almost funny. All right. Are you going to share this? I am. But after we finish the show wrap up. Okay. But I just want to warn people <laughs> that, that this is coming. And so they can stop the podcast and go, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't need to hear it. And, you know, they can not subject themselves to the horrors that are coming. I, I wrote a rap for right. World of Warcraft. Oh, what's it called? Squishy Lock. Squishy Lock. Squishy Lock. So if you want to hear Squishy Lock, then stay tuned. Because <laughs> right after the, after right after the podcast, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll play Squishy Lock. And if you really want to know the lyrics to Squishy Lock, then just email us and I'll send it to you. Or Freckleface will. One of us will. But yeah, that about does it for the show. 
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out the website over www.hearthcast.com and participate in our show by calling our hotline at 407-956-8599. That's the new number, 407-956-8599. Or you can always just email us at contributorhearthcast.com. Or, as Pibbles did, you can use our website submission form. Again, this is a real quick shout-out to all of our sponsors, Swagdog.com, Tavercraft, Beats365. Uh, we got a link to them over on hearthcast.com. And the, the music to uh, Squishy Lock is actually from Beats365. If you like what you've heard, which you may not after. Yeah, so if you like it now. <laughs> if you like what we heard so far, then uh, spread the word. I'll tell your friends and your guildmates. And if you link to us from your blog, we will give you a link back. We, we certainly will. So uh, until next time, it's been Root and Freckleface for hearthcast.com. When I used to love D, they all be looking for me. The king of DPS, I'm blasting all the rest. Don't take that as posted. Your flag are right toasted. In my leg rolls, lights out the way toasting. I'm a squishy lock, cast around the block. I'm the damage dealer, I care by the healer. Do I want aggro? No, I just use shatters. So if anyone gets near, I just blast them with it. When I'm in TOC, they all be cheering for me. Cause I done beat their best with my mad DPS. And I don't get in the way of my big bad melee. I just stand back for the yards and collect. I'm so sad, I'm a squishy lock, passing around the block I'm a damaged dealer, back here by the healer And I'm a aggro, no, I just use shattered So if anyone gets near, I just fly somewhere fit I'm not a bad with the bone, I got my summoning stone You wanna boost up, healthy, come click on my soul Well, don't think I'm a floppy, that I'm a big softy Cause if that's what you thought, I got my dot, dot, dot I'm a squishy lock, passing around the block I'm the damage dealer, back here by the healer Do I'm an aggro, no, I just use shattered So if anyone gets near, I just blast them with fear I got a full pit lock, a big blue void blocker And then for the haste, lucky bust with good taste Don't forget the fell hunter, who runs with another And the two patriarchs, fell gardens in the guard I'm a squishy block, cast around the block I'm a damage dealer, back here by the healer Do I'm an aggro, no, I just use shattered So if anyone gets near, I just blast them with fear If you hadn't heard, I keep one pet in reserve if the fight seems eternal, I just drop it in front My box is bad as my fight, so don't be mad if we wipe Through all the love that you shown, I whip out a soul stone I'm a squishy lock, passing around the clock I'm a damaged dealer, back here by the healer Don't know, I grow, no, I just use shatters So if anyone gets near, I just blast them with fear Cause I'm a squishy lock, passing around the clock I'm a damaged dealer, back here by the healer Don't know, I grow, no, I just use shatters So if anyone gets near, I just blast them with fear Cause I'm a squishy lock I'm the damage dealer, that kid by the healer I'm an aggro, no, I just use shattered So if anyone gets near, I just blast him with it Cause I'm a squishy lock, cast him down the clock I'm the damage dealer, that kid by the healer I'm an aggro, no, I just use shattered So if anyone gets near, I just blast him with it Cause I'm a squishy lock, cast him down the clock I'm the damage dealer, that kid by the healer I'm an aggro, no. So this is gonna be... A shorter segment, our main content for the week. Why? Because I don't know that it's going to be that long. But um, I wanted. So, wait, it's short because you don't think it's going to be you long. Know what? You didn't have to. <laughs> didn't have to. So like, didn't have to spotlight that. No, that. You did not. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Go. I'll, I'll. Okay. Okay. So this week we're, I wanted us to put on our role-playing lenses. Our role-playing lenses. Our role-playing lenses. What role am I playing? You're playing your work. My what? <laughs> I'm sorry, but... <laughs> it's like Warcraft and Warlock things together. You know what made the forums really good? What? 
those Easter peeps, like the the yellow ones and the pink ones, the marshmallow peeps. That's would be really good. Moving on. <laughs> you know, we could like start talking. People think that we could do that, and they think that like their speakers are cutting out. Yeah. Yeah, we could. Dun dun dun! Green giant.